0: Hey guys, and welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Uh, This episode, we are talking a little bit about a goofy movie. The 1995 classic is celebrating its 25th year uh, since being released, and we are talking about it. We had a good time watching it. It's one movie that I loved watching as a kid. Hopefully a lot of you did too, and if you haven't seen it, then you should, because it's really, really good, and we had a fun time talking about it. We open the episode with a few, a couple things, uh, an email um, from a listener or something, and uh, and yeah. So stay tuned for that. Uh, if you want to follow the show, you can follow our Facebook page. Um, that is the Talking Llamas Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. Each of us, Robert Komosi and Thomas Nelson. You can find our Instagram page. It is at Talking Lamas Podcast. And then I am on Instagram at the Disney dad, D a Disney dad. Send us an email guys. You can send an email our way, uh, at, um, the email address that is talking llamas at gmail.com. There's not a lot of competition. So if you want an email answered or read, this is the place to send it at Disney related. Of course. Uh, I mean, I guess there's no guarantee that if it weren't Disney, I mean, there's something we could read it, maybe. Who knows? Send it our way and we'll decide. Anyways, also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow on Spotify, and don't forget to rate and review and let us know what you think of the show, guys. We want to hear from you. All right. I will let you guys enjoy this episode of the Talking Llamas podcast. and welcome to episode 41 of the talking moms podcast i am robert cabozzi joined here today by thomas nelson hey everyone thomas people are are missing disney more than ever what do you what do you tell them what what should they do in their everyday lives to 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 get some some disney what are things that you do if if you haven't been in the parks in a long time if you're missing disney what would you do you seem like you have other interests, so you don't really need it. But for people who, who do think they need it, what what would you suggest to those people?
1: History. Parks yeah. history is good, movie history is good. If you have Disney Plus, the movie history is great to attach to the movie as a like a, a larger investigation into the or experience of the movie. You get to experience it through you know, but behind the scenes information and then just seeing it all play out. it's like, wow, this was a cool movie, great creation that they did. That's something I like to do. Music is a big part of my, my Disney fandom outside of parks experiences. And apart from that, it's, it's just, yeah, it's just simple. I am thinking about doing something with food, not using recipes from parks. They are releasing a lot of those, but just picking an item from a restaurant and trying to make it myself through my own I guess cooking skills however limited they are do
0: you have an example of what that well what that would be
1: I didn't think too much about it, but i did I did think that the lobster nachos would be possible
0: that is possible
1: and uh so that I guess it's a matter of time before I go to that Ooh. except for lobster is expensive, so it might have to be shrimp
0: there's Monte Cristo sandwich recipes you... I know
1: that that I've looked into that one first one I looked into oh really but uh it's it seems like a, a whole big ordeal to uh, to cook it the way that you're supposed to, and frankly I don't want to do that right right now.
0: I so. also saw one that was like a grilled cheese sandwich from Woody's Lunchbox. It's supposed to be the same same recipe. So they've done they've released the churro recipe, the Dole Whip recipe and the and that what it, grilled cheese uh recipe.
1: And Monte Cristo.
0: They released the well, Monte Cristo one, I, or I think I, saw I just saw one found
1: online. One. I, I but I'm saying I could pick anything from a restaurant that I like and whether they released a recipe or not, and just try to re- recreate it on my own.
0: I've also seen a Cozy Cone one online somewhere, like a repli- replica, not from Disneyland directly, but like someone made one or is is telling you how to make one. And I know you like those, so maybe. I don't know. I, I, uh, I, just, I, I keep wanting to do that, like with the churros or just something that I eat there, but
1: I don't know. Oh, I have an idea about churros. Assuming that you can buy them in the store somewhere or some version of it. We could easily recreate the uh, cookie dough churro, the churro sundae, actually. with the It has cookie dough ice cream, churro. The, is that
0: cookie butter the same? We've had it's this not, discussion.
1: It's not the same. So what they used is, ooh, I forget the name, but it's a, a Mexican caramel. It's like a, a brown, I, I don't know how they prepare it, but it's, yeah, it's a Mexican word, but it's a Mexican caramel. I think it could be similar to the cookie butter we mentioned. Uh, We'd have to just get both and try it, but I, but it would be very easy to recreate that whole thing.
0: Yeah, I've thought about that.
1: And since we've tried the cookie Sunday, that's not it, churro sundae, Uh we know that the sauce tastes like, what did we say, Teddy Grahams? Those little... Yeah, c- something like that. Those, those bear... Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I've I've seen online that people say that that is what the Trader Joe's cookie butter tastes like oh, a little okay. bit. Um, so we'll have to try it again to see over at Trader Joe's, but... Uh, that one could be done in a day, easy.
0: That one was. That's one of those things we tried. It was just so good. Yeah, they don't have it all year round, but when they have it, I think it was for Halloween or whatever.
1: Yeah, I think they extended it over to Christmas.
0: Okay, well, it was. Yeah, they should just have it year round. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. Uh, that's something like you said that's easy to make. Because, like, I don't know that even the churro thing just seems to like to make them actually like from scratch or whatever you you're doing just seems too too much you can do the dole whip i guess but i'm i'm also just not a huge fan of dole whip in general and uh Peyton isn't really either but she really likes churros so i know if i made churros they would get consumed the, the dole whip i'm not so sure yeah for me I, i've been reading this uh walt disney's disneyland book it's it's a book by uh chris nichols and you also have this book um i, I think, think really- we both
1: got it for christmas
0: yep Michaela got it for me i think your your aunt got it for you or yeah yeah something it's an excellent book. Have you, I know I've asked you, have you cracked it at all? Have you looked into it? I've mm-hmm. cracked it, and before I cracked it, I or before I started, I, the reason I ask is because I kind of looked at it before I started reading it. Right.
1: Yeah, well, I haven't just... really read it yet. You've spoken about it, and it seems like I would enjoy reading it. It's only a matter of time. I, I sort of, in the past, have collected Disney books and other resources, magazines, There's just books and magazines, but knowing that I will get to them later, And so it's a matter of time before this one is is something that I'm reading. Now, it was gifted to me, so it's just a part of the collection. Yeah. But still, I know I'll read it.
0: This is like a a large coffee table type book. I mean, it's it's not as big as some of the books we have, but it's a larger book, um, hardcover. And it's got a lot of really good photos, uh, concept art. And then it's got information about the opening of each land and sort of the evolution over a decade maybe of each land and then i mean that's as far as i've really gotten but i'm actually going through it you know i guess chapter by chapter they're not they're not numbered as chapters but they kind of go you know main street adventure land Tomorrowland, land tomorrow land that sort of thing so it's been uh really really interesting read so if anyone's able to get their hands on that or any disney books um there's some really good ones out there um that that i've, I've read a few of them so those are fun too
1: has your uh, your what would you call it missing the parks? Has that intensified over the past few weeks, or did it hit its you know apex already, or what?
0: It's be, I don't know. The other day when I was maybe it hit its apex. The other day when I was reading that book and I was I've been <laughs> when I've been reading a chapter because the chapters are fairly short. Like in in terms of like the number of words, there's a lot to look at. So, but they don't take that long to read. Uh, so I'll listen to um, like whatever the land area music is for that chapter I will listen to that while I'm reading it and I don't know if it was during the fantasy land read in fact I think it was I just was like oh man this is really bad like I was I I was supposed to go early this month and that's all fine and good I mean it's not a big deal I get to go a lot but it was just it's a bummer that they're closed and I am missing it quite a bit because it's not like I don't have a trip planned and I'm just because they're closed I'm missing out on it I'm you know what I mean like I can't go so I'm missing it it's that I actually did have a plan to go, and um, that didn't happen. So I feel like, and
1: you have one in June,
0: theoretically. That yeah, that but I don't. I think don't well, I
1: don't think you'll be going.
0: No, neither do I.
1: So that's now too that. I mean, you can assume that you won't be going. So if I were you, I would think, wow, that's two trips lost. Mm-hmm. Whereas my buddy Thomas over here hasn't gone at all. So you know, yeah, think about him, Robert. <laughs> Just kidding is there one thing maybe an attraction or food or what What about the the trips that you had were you most looking forward to or has something come up in your mind like man i really would like to go and ride blank or to see blank
0: yeah for some reason the jungle cruise has come up as that like i don't know why just because i guess it's a like an opening day classic attraction that i that i enjoy enough um that one i that one and matterhorn are two big ones and then um you know, we were supposed to go to La Plaza Inn and do the character breakfast with Peyton this last time. And, uh, and yeah, so we're missing out on that. And that's another thing that I was looking forward to. And it's unfortunate that we, we had to miss out on it, but you know, we'll get back there when we get back there. Um, but it definitely hit me. the I, It hit me the other day for some reason, it just popped in my head. Like this is temporary. Um, but what if like, for some reason I just wasn't never able to go to a Disney park again? Like what if, they just decided they were closing the parks. Never going to happen. But what if they did that? Or
1: just there hey, was... Don't say never. Yeah. I mean, very unlikely. But like I asked the, that question of somebody at the museum when I last volunteered there before. This was in February. So for all I know, someone had it. But anyway, that doesn't matter. I asked yeah. someone, I said, do you think Disneyland will ever close? Or, or if you do, like how long? 200 years? 300 years? <laughs> 50 years? Yeah. Turns out when a couple months later, it was going to be... No, one month later, it was... Yeah. It was closed for a different reason. But it does change my perspective on how the, on the, I guess the fragility of the park. So when you asked that of
0: your, your co-volunteer, co-worker, what was it, were you just asking randomly or were you saying like, will it close for the virus?
1: Oh no, I was asking randomly because we were at the Disneyland model.
0: I see. Because Disneyland doesn't close.
1: Yeah, this was mid-February. I see. Yeah. So, uh, but I am finding that I do miss the opportunity to now this isn't disney specific but just go where people are and do things together with people or whether it's a uh, some kind of a show or a movie theater restaurant theme park sports game so it, it's i never took the parks for granted but i could see a lot of people thinking that way now
0: yeah i don't know if i think about if i if i was taking them for granted as much as maybe the i was taking the for granted the opportunity to just go really whenever i wanted um within reason, you know what I mean? Like being able to go three or four times a year is a really, a real privilege. Um, so maybe that's something I'll appreciate more when they come back. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, uh, the point is, is I I just thought of for some reason that, um, if I, you know, couldn't go for the rest of time, how horrible that would be. And then I thought, well, that's not good. (laughs) That my so much of my day to day happiness is, Uh, Wrapped up in in something I... I, In a a company. Yeah, that's not even... I mean, essentially. Has nothing to do with me, theoretically.
1: Well, at least you recognize that.
0: Then uh, the other thing is, is area music's been pretty cool. Um, We've been posting some of that on the Facebook page. If you're interested, there's some there. Um, You can find them on YouTube, though. They're, They're really, really good stuff. So I would recommend that Disneyland book to anyone who is interested, though, or any other Disney book. And it's only... It's its it print like, price is a sixty bucks, but I think
1: on Amazon it might be about forty five. I, I saw
0: like forty one or forty five this morning when I was looking.
1: I'm gonna look it up right now so that we know what it is as of what's today? April seventeenth.
0: Yeah. Twenty twenty. Uh,
1: on Amazon it is going for a yeah, forty one, forty nine. Yeah,
0: totally worth it to me.
1: And five star reviews. No, you know, white space there indicating four and a half. It's it's a good one.
0: Yeah, really great. So if you're interested at all in Disney history, Disneyland history specifically. Uh, that's the book for you, and it it'll tie you up for some time, just because there's so much to look at. Uh, there's images that I'll try to find online after I find them in the book, and I I can't find them. Like I'll type in specifically what's happening in the image, and I just don't I don't see them, or I haven't seen them before, and then I can't I don't have an easy time finding them online. So that's what
1: archives do for you.
0: Yeah, pretty great. Uh, Thomas, an email did come in. Oh, this is great. <laughs> Man, that's
1: three weeks in a row. This is pretty fun. <laughs> this
0: one's from. Uh, From Rob C. (laughs) Rob C. Interesting. Is that spelled S-E-A? No, just the initial C. Oh, the initial C. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so uh, he he says, uh, Hi there, llamas. I have a question for you guys that I've been itching to ask. With the recent events requiring everyone to be cooped up inside, a lot of us are... Not only desperate to get back to our normal lives, but to perhaps go on a trip or getaway when this is all over. With that in mind, if you could take a vacation to any fictional location from a Disney film, where would it be?
1: You know, by the way you asked this question, you know, reading the email, I feel like you you probably have an answer available.
0: <laughs> I Well, I have a few that come to mind for some reason. Um, and... I watched *Pirates of the Caribbean* this morning, and for some reason, Tortuga is like keeps ringing in my head, and I don't know why. I think it's just because I like that name, but that place is a dump, so I probably don't want to go there. Okay. It seems, but it seems like a New Orleans sort of like party vibe, but that's not really my scene. So I don't know why I keep. But I watched that movie this morning, so it's kind of ringing in my head. I have others, but I'd like to hear if you have if anything. Came first to your mind.
1: one that comes to mind. Well, the first movie that came to mind was. Uh, the emperor's new groove but i'm not sure that i would want that other than to see Kronk potentially running around i mean what am i thinking then pinocchio i like the village Mm. that they're in okay Uh, so that those are the ones i'm thinking about right now let me let me keep thinking though I, i also something that came to mind
0: was neverland it just seems like a lot of islands yeah. pirate ships, and then a lagoon. Yeah, it's tropical, or, though. And I, I, I <laughs> yeah, I, I also thought about. Uh, I also thought about. Um, you're not gonna like this one either. Then, uh, whatever the island is that Moana lives on.
1: Yeah, I mean, the reason I don't like island choices: is pirates, uh, Neverland, and well, Neverland's a little different. But Moana is like, you. We have islands. Yeah. But uh, I guess we have villages too.
0: What about Pride Rock?
1: other than the rock yeah I mean what are you doing it's just a there's probably still lines around you gotta yeah go, I guess fend right? them off there's a good answer in here somewhere well, wait, Agrabah Timon and, T-
0: Timon and Pumbaa live in a good a nice area too with the waterfall yeah, and yeah
1: the oasis Agrabah
0: is. I, I don't know if that climate agrees with me but do you, the, would, oh the desert yeah just No, just it
1: would for me yeah but then mm, Pocahontas where are they Virginia well S- they're Jamestown something like that Jamestown The Virginia Company—that's who it is.
0: What about Arendelle? Would you want to visit Arendelle?
1: No, (laughs) I would want to maybe. Well, they don't give a name to the place in Beauty and the Beast. Although the people in the village kind of suck, don't they?
0: Yeah, but I mean, you can still—you don't have to interact with people. You just visit. You're right. Bell's dad's cool. The librarian
1: you know. is cool, or the whoever he is.
0: Yeah, but he's later part of the big mob, so I don't. Well, I, he I don't doesn't know everything. <laughs> yeah, he's, you're right. He's not. Om, um, what's the word? Omniscient, something like that. No, That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so know. your your
1: final pick? Would oh be, man, uh, I don't know if my
0: final pick. You know, what, I'm going to go with Timon Tom- and Pumbaa's. I'm going to go homeland. with the Hundred
1: Acre Wood. <laughs>
0: I'm, just I'm kidding. I'm going with Timon and Pumbaa's home. That you know when they peel back, get away. They pull back the bushes and you know he's like wow you live here simba says that and then they say they live wherever they want there's like a waterfall and a, an oasis and all the bugs you can eat
1: like can we include pixar
0: oh yeah yeah
1: i mean the email is yeah. it just disney animation or what
0: it's a disney film so
1: oh okay pixar because that opens it up a little
0: I, but yeah but Radiator Springs. That'd be, think about it. Yeah, but I mean, you staying one of the cones? I guess is that set up for human occupation? <laughs> well, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything in that universe set up for that? Uh, what about what Her- other movies? Hercules. Hercules, huh? You could you could visit Mount, Mount Olympus. <laughs> Bugs they, life. Do, yeah, Pretty much just
1: won't, you won't know what's going on.
0: They, well you could shrink down i guess i don't know but for mount olympus would they allow you to visit even though you're not a god i don't know (laughs) (laughs) what if you could what if you could visit ariel's home underwater yeah you you just have the capability somehow i don't know Eh. and for a getaway
1: yeah no i don't know relaxing enough no there's live action movies too. Don't forget about that.
0: Uh, yeah, that I said pirates right off the, he- off the top of my head is something that maybe, I thought
1: about. Hmm, maybe I'll go to... I'll go to... Oh, No, I don't know where I'll go. Oh, Not yet. Could, I was thinking of Remember the Titans. Was, yeah. There was no funny joke there for me. You. But live action is, is a good resource,
0: I think. You could stay in the Haunted Mansion.
1: No, don't want to mess around with spirits. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> I don't know what Mister Gracie's up to.
0: All right. Tarzan's home. You visit the gorillas. Gorillas. You know
1: yeah. what? I would want to go uh, to Snow White's cottage area. It's not her cottage, but
0: she makes it her own.
1: The forest would be nice. I think. Okay. And the I witch. Get the that. witch. I assume evil queen or whatever. She's dead at that point. So all villains in the land are gone. That's pretty good.
0: We're assuming that, yeah, these areas are devoid of any treachery from the villains in the movies.
1: No, I didn't say a thing yet about Sword in the Stone.
0: Yeah, what is there to say?
1: But who wants to be in that medieval muddle? What about mess? the elephant
0: graveyard? You want to visit there? No. Simba's into it. What about the waterhole?
1: 101 Dalmatians? That, yeah, I that, thought, that, what? So <laughs> well, it's just, are they in... London. What? Is it London? Yeah. I believe so. Yeah,
0: they are. A lot of puppies running around. Yeah, hey, that's if that's what you're into. Michaela might like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she would. <laughs> she literally goes out of her way to just look at dogs well, for a second.
1: You, did you tell people about what happened at the park?
0: Well, there was just a service dog, or was it a yeah, yeah, a service dog? And she went like way out of her way, and I. I and she went ahead of us, and you and I were walking side by side, and I looked at you, and I said, I bet you $100 she went out of her way so that she could get a good look at that dog. And then I said, we'll, we'll see. If she, if she turns her head when she walks by the dog, we'll know. And she, sure enough, she turns her head in this way that was like trying to be sly, but since we were onto her, we totally <laughs> saw it.
1: And so. I didn't take the bet, so I didn't lose $100.
0: It was just hilarious. It was hilarious. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, so she'll, she'll, she'll visit them <laughs> and all their puppies, all 101 of them. Okay have you decided
1: <laughs> Mary Poppins
0: Star Wars is <laughs> Star Wars
1: well I mean I think a lot of people would like that yeah except for all the wars
0: yeah and the stars
1: <laughs> yeah hmm I'm gonna stick with Snow White because honestly we're spending way too much gotcha. time on this
0: okay well I yeah and I'm gonna stick with Timon and Pumbaa's uh, Oasis Homeland <laughs> or whatever they
1: yeah. they'll have that in Animal Kingdom very soon
0: yeah whatever it's called Okay. Uh oh, what about Pandora? Real quick, does that interest you at all? Throwing it out there, it's kind of interesting.
1: It interests me. It, uh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Okay. I don't know enough about the place. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot going on that you have to watch your back.
0: <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I, I we need to rewatch the movie to figure out what yeah. exactly. Then we'll then we'll let you guys know. We'll we'll uh, on back. You
1: on. know, I haven't watched it since it premiered.
0: Yeah, I haven't watched it since it was in the theaters. When was
1: that? Two thousand eight. Oh, seven God, six i don't even know
0: it's been ages i mean um, um,
1: and i i I, st- I didn't like it that much but i also got a headache from the 3d and <laughs> oh, yeah, i sat like see. in the third row <laughs> it was all around a bad experience 2009 That's never, you're pretty
0: yeah. good pretty good i yeah i've never felt compelled to rewatch that movie but i do like the ride and i like pandora in uh animal kingdom and i think it might be a cool place to live especially if you got to be one of those blue people like,
1: do you think that in pandora you also get a free subscription to pandora
0: the music app i think it's just constantly playing yeah the I mean, you don't really need it yeah okay <laughs> that's good <laughs> all right okay uh so what we're talking about today uh is a goofy movie a movie that is goofy and that is the goofy movie Do you need a break from modern living? Do you long to shed your weary load? If your nerves are raw and your brain is fried, just grab a friend and take a ride together up on the open road. Come on, Mike! Uh, this movie, a 1995 film, well, it debuted in 1995, and it turns 25 this year. This month? Did it turn 25 this month? I don't know, man. I, the months are all bleeding together, but it turned twenty-five this year, and in, in the last, I'd say thirty calendar days.
1: Yeah, in April, cool. April seventh, cool, nineteen ninety-five. This movie, guess the running time.
0: Oh, I should know this because is it one twenty-three? Well, I'm at twenty-three minutes.
1: According to one resource, it is seventy-eight minutes, but I would say it's about approximately one twenty.
0: Yes, just to be safe. It is. Uh, I, this is a movie I loved as a child. What do you think now, as a grown-up child? Loved it. Did you 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 watched it, right? Of course. I watched it twice. And by twice, I mean one and a half. I intended to do, to do twice, but it didn't work out. I really liked it. Yeah, it's great, right? It had it has a star-studded cast, too, in some ways. At least Disney is by Disney, you know, it's... Disney stars.
1: Well, okay. Yeah, I know I know what you mean, but I wouldn't call it a star-studded cast.
0: Well, people like normal people wouldn't say that, but you and I, like, you know, uh, Jim Cummings. That's that's a big one.
1: He voiced Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Pooh. tigger many many people actually he partook
0: characters. in in some of scar's voice uh during the be prepared song yeah little known fact i don't know if it's little known but,
1: but in this movie he does
0: pete yes he does an excellent job <laughs> yeah well we watched you can find uh there's a panel on um that they did at d23 five years ago for the 20th anniversary it can be found on youtube and he does a few of his voices. He does Winnie the Pooh and then does Tigger right after. Um, and then he does Pete. I don't know if he what order, but he does Pete at some point. It's Pete,
1: and then eventually Don Hahn asks him to do Winnie the Pooh. And, uh, yeah, Tigger right after.
0: Fantastic. It's such a good – he's such a good voice actor.
1: As long as we're on the subject of voice actors, I think that uh, one thing that stands out about this movie is something that I've spoken about in the past, which is using voice actors. As opposed to celebrities, primarily. Mm, Yes. People Uh, who have good voices. Yeah. And so they, Jim Cummings is one. Bill Farmer does the voice of Goofy. He's a voice actor. Now he's, he's basically just Goofy. So that, he's not like a voice actor in the way that some of these other, these other people are like Rob Paulson, who did. Pete Jr. Pete Jr. Yes. PJ. Yeah. So he, but he did a special voice for PJ and I and it worked great, and he did it on the panel as well for everyone, and he could still do it. It's and it, you know, I didn't need a celebrity there, so it was it was fun.
0: Uh, Bill Farmer, he's like you said, he's just goofy. Like when they have someone, when they have something with goofy in it, he does the voice. And it was interesting in the panel they discussed how they might have him do a voice that's just kind of his, like just talking, not doing like a. A Goofy, uh, what would you say? Like they'd
1: said that I think it was Katzenberg had the idea mm. to, uh, s- to have Goofy sort of just a normal guy, but the, the voice would be Bill Farmer's voice, which is similar yeah, to Goofy's. It's not,
0: it's, it sounds like Goofy a bit, like you can hear just it in like
1: there. It's just like a diluted, watered down version, yeah. Um, and then I think he said Eisner and Roy, oh, Roy E. e Disney, that's the nephew. Yeah, Roy e. Di- Roy e. Disney is the nephew. He, they they said no, no, we're not going to change you can't change a classic character. Yeah. And so it remained just Goofy's voice.
0: Yeah, so uh and that's good <laughs> because that that I mean the way I, I don't know how different the character would have been if they had it just be sort of a normal voice, but the the for you know, not to use a pun, but for the uh, the goofiness of the voice is sort of part of the character. And I don't know how the character would be altered by the fact that it's just a regular voice. I mean, it's hard to say, of course, and we'll never know. And we don't have to think about it because it didn't happen. But um, hearing Bill Farmer do the goofy imp- impression, I guess, or the goofy voice, that kind of uh, wail or scream that Goofy does, the laugh that Goofy does, all of that, um, I had a really good time listening to that while I was listening to the panel. Um, and it helped me appreciate the movie a little bit more you know, in post.
1: I had heard uh, on a different video behind the scenes of, of this film, Bill Farmer talking about how for like the first year of his career as as Goofy, he was doing an impression, but then eventually he got to create his own like style on it. And I don't know what that difference was. He didn't demonstrate, but still... Yeah, so impression was the right word for a time when you said that, and then now it's now it's his own thing, and he's he's doing Goofy as Bill Farmer would do Goofy.
0: Can you imagine what it would be like to be someone like who voices a classic character like this for as long as Bill Farmer has? Like how awesome that would be, and be sort of the um, like. There's I think there's multiple people who voice Mickey at this time, um, and there's other people who who voice other characters, but Bill Farmer is sort of the definitive Goofy right now. And um, that he's, of course, a, a classic character. Um, I just found myself thinking about how cool that would be to have th- the privilege of that. I mean, he's, he's been voicing Goofy for at least, you know, 25 years now. It says here since 1987. Yeah, there you go. Long time. Yeah. It's got to be very fun to have that job. He seems like he's having a good time at least five years ago. <laughs> I don't know if anything's changed. He looks happy in this picture. Well, I saw I'm him a couple at.
1: years ago at the museum. Okay. And? He was there with uh, Tony Anselmo, who voiced or or still does. I can't remember Donald Duck. So they were doing voices mm-hmm. throughout their uh, their talk. But yeah, he's definitely still having a blast.
0: Yeah, that's so great. Um, other voice actors that stand out. There's um, Wallace Shawn.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Okay. So
0: you might he's the principal, but you might know him from uh, Toy Story as Rex,
1: or The Princess Bride as, as Rex. Oh, what's his name? <laughs>
0: I, I don't know enough about that movie.
1: I'm going to look it up. Robert, you just keep talking.
0: Uh, and then there's Pauly Shore, which was interesting. He voices um, Bobby, who's the guy who's really the into cheese. The leaning
1: tower of cheese, oh, man. He, He's funny. I mean, yeah. that's sort of what he just, that's his stick <laughs> is that voice. Yeah, yeah. That, What is it, like a California surfer, mm-hmm. but emphasized. Like, Shore exaggerated.
0: just, they say in the panel, Pauly Shore just plays himself. He just yeah, kind yeah. of, you, you. I really get, like that character. That character's great, a lot of fun. He doesn't. He doesn't make as many appearances as like PJ and Max do, but he he his batting average is high uh, for good and funny moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, did you find what else? <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: so Wallace Shawn plays Vicini in uh, the the Princess Bride, the guy who says inconceivable so many so many times.
0: If, yeah. If By you, the
1: way, that movie ninety seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. There you go. Dang. Tangent over. Okay, so. Um, what, oh, what? There's another one. I mean, Max is voiced by Jason Marsden. I don't know. Marsden. He, uh, yeah, he, as a reference on, on a more popular movie, Hocus Pocus, he voiced Thackeray Banks.
0: Okay. The cat. Yeah, yeah he's uh, he's here. In, yeah, I see that. Oh, he's also in Spirited Away, which, if anyone's seen that movie, that's magnificent. It
1: appears he's done a number of voice. Yeah, he did. Voice th-
0: uh, voiceovers. Yes. I, uh, so, for me, this movie when I was a kid was like, uh, I got it right when it came out, like on VHS, I didn't see it in theaters. I think I got it as like a holiday present of some kind. And I watched it all the time. I love this movie. So there's a lot of people who this movie, um, a lot of people I know that were born or grew up in the nineties that this movie is like, it's not their favorite, but there's sort of this like, Oh, I love that movie type thing with it. Um, that I have, that a lot of other people I know have. Do you have that? I, I don't think this movie is that for you. No, it's not. You associated more with the the sequel. Yeah. Extremely goofy movie. Only
1: because I was a skateboarder as a kid. Yeah. And, and and it didn't really... See, there were a bunch of different skateboarding movies that were like family movies that I was yeah, at that into. Yeah, that time it was big, I feel as like. As a kid, so that was just one of them. It was. It's like the, in the way that Tarzan was interesting to me because of the the scene where Tarzan is like, sort of surfing grinding or yeah grinding that's right across the uh, the branches in the forest but or the jungle but it's it doesn't go much beyond that
0: so from somebody who this movie doesn't hold that necessarily that same nostalgia that it does for someone like me and people i know um what were your when you watch this movie i know you've seen it before but what are your impressions and what about it sticks out to you as it's a good movie
1: it's a simple story uh goofy is is different meaning like his voice th- is the same like we spoke about but we see more emotion we see him angry for the first time i believe um mm-hmm. or just more serious
0: there's a couple moments where he yeah, yeah
1: that stood out the uh i like the music except for maybe a couple of the songs it's like okay these aren't that great but i didn't li- I realize i like powerline. And Powerline's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's one
0: thing that the 90s kids that were into this really associate with. Yeah. Is Powerline for some reason. It's very odd, but he, there is something cool about him as a character and and in his brief moments and then the songs that are associated with him. Um the the music the music in this movie is something that to me did stick out uh upon rewatch. Um there's a few really good songs, and uh, it was nice to
1: have hand drawn animation as well. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I don't know if they used some CGI here and there, but it it had, you know, what I mean, two D animation.
0: Uh, Carter Burel, Bur- and Don Davis were responsible for the music, and the music is good.
1: What about Tom Snow? Uh,
0: did he do the um, Did he do the score? I don't know. They just showed up here on the music. What did he do? Tom? Well, I just
1: remember seeing that name in the... Uh, in
0: the in the thing. Yeah, I remember there were three Oh,
1: you know what? He's Jon Snow's brother.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, it's one of those things. He's, well, this guy's... Nepotism a, a, in Hollywood.
1: That's right. <laughs> never never mind uh, Westeros. He's an American songwriter. So, yeah, I think he was in this movie. <laughs> okay. okay. So, he yeah, you get to well, Let it, me... Uh, yeah, I'll look into that. You can keep speaking about
0: but it. the. I mean, it, it kind of opens with... Um, what what is the song called exactly? Um After Today, Day After Today or 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 nah,
1: I don't remember the yeah, name. Yeah.
0: But it's that's a really good song. They've got the Powerline songs. It, there's a few songs I'm not that into. Um you know, where they uh they're on the the yes. car floating down the river.
1: So Tom Snow was an arranger for I guess he helped with the arrangement on After Today and on the Open Road, Nobody Else But You.
0: Yeah. I love "On the Open Road" too. That's a really good song. Did you notice? I should pull up the lyrics. There's, well, we can just say, there's a lot of Easter eggs in this film. Um, there's, there's a few. Well, one of them is in that song, um, but I, I wrote down some of the other ones that they have. Um, well, there's a few in that song. Okay, so w- what ones do you? Well,
1: Mickey and Mickey's in there.
0: Okay, yeah. So that's that's part of it. Is, is it? Mickey and Donald are hitchhiking
1: and there's the keychain
0: the keychain that which shows up several times throughout the film so the
1: keychain has the disney d on hanging off of it and well before that when they're playing their game walt disney is mentioned as like an answer to a some kind of a game
0: <laughs> yeah they're playing a, like a road game yeah uh what else is there there's um well later there's an aerial light um or it's supposed to be sort of like one in their hotel room uh, and then b- there's a Bambi doll as well when they're doing um, the picture taking, uh, which is Goofy's well, job. Go ahead. How do you know it's Bambi? I don't know. I mean, I it looked like Bambi to me. And then w- in the uh, what what is it the uh, the thing we watched the panel they used they pointed it out as one of the Easter eggs. So I just went oh, okay. with it as that must be that must be what it is. Um, and then in this song specifically, the lyrics end with. Uh, I've got no strings on me. I'm feeling fancy free. How wonderful to be on the open road. So that's like a nod to several Disney movies, which is interesting. Which ones? Pinocchio, uh, fun, uh, fun and Fancy Free is that is that movie. And then I think the other one would be – I think that's just from um, – well, what was the other the last lyric there? How wonderful to be. I, I feel like that was from uh, Little Mermaid, but I could be conflating that with something else. Wait, can you say those lyrics over again? hmm It's, I've got no strings on me. Okay, right, right, right. I'm feeling fancy free. How wonderful to be. And then yeah. on the open road.
1: Fun and fancy free is like a... It's part of a fan... Well, it's a fan. It's a music, it says here... it's it, It's a package. It's, I think, two features. In the way that... Uh, Mr. Toad and what is it, The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Crane, they come together as a package, but they're both like half an hour long or something. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, that's just, again, the nods to Disney history, Disney, other Disney animated features and um, so I think that's interesting too that they work that in um, throughout the film Um, which works because Goofy's, it it makes sense because Goofy's a classic character. Right? And he sort of exists in this universe of Mickey, Donald, uh, you know, Minnie, Daisy, Pluto. I mean, Pete's there too. So that's all, you know, those are classic Disney characters. And at one point, too, uh, to wrap up the Easter egg thing, the first one that I re- remembered was. Uh, Goofy, you know, so Goofy is basically taking Max on this trip because he thinks that Max is getting involved in some nefarious things because this principal called Goofy and was like, hey, you know, your son caused this whole commotion. He, he over exaggerates. If
1: he doesn't change his behavior, he's going to end up in the electric chair. I tell you funny. He
0: over exaggerates every the electric chair. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, he over exaggerates every aspect of it basically. And so Goofy decides to, to take Max on this road trip to try and straighten him out, and he says, "I'm going on a road trip with my best friend and then max is like oh who donald duck <laughs> <laughs> no silly <laughs> yeah so that's pretty funny um but anyways yeah that, the easter egg thing is fun and uh it gives this it gives this film a little bit of a, a unique charm that you don't see um you know it's self-aware in a certain way that i enjoy so uh then they kind of go on a you know they go on this trip and max has to lie to his i guess his girlfriend or whatever about where he's going not a girlfriend
1: but he yeah. asked her on one date her yeah, name is Roxanne. He barely asked how her. How dare you forget her name?
0: I, I I know her name, but he has to tell Roxanne um, that basically he can't go, and then he makes up some lie about how he's going to... She says, I'm looking forward to the party tonight. Oh, what a
1: nightmare. And he says, yeah, I was too. Oh, yeah. And
0: then she's like... Was? Yeah. And she immediately is like, I'll go with someone else. It's like, oh my gosh. And then <laughs> as he's
1: explaining the excuse, she plops off they're sitting on the what the uh handrail of a, a balcony
0: yeah whatever in the it front
1: is. yard a porch and uh she, and then she pops off walks back to the front door slowly as he's <laughs> rambling you know rattling off these excuses all legitimate yeah
0: you know but she doesn't know that well he also didn't handle it well and she then, just thinks he's not interested and then he lies and says that he's going to be in the concert with Powerline, which you think the, would for be the s- final number which you think would be something he would know before like he asked her on this date like 45 minutes ago like i guess it's possible that goofy dropped this on him unless last yeah
1: well i mean because you know goofy used to play with power Lines. yeah they so. used to be in the same band yeah
0: <laughs> yeah so uh so then you know they end up going on this trip and there's some you know drinks ensues uh, there's some funny things that happen they stop by a uh the possum the possum show i uh what do what they call that exactly it was um,
1: Lester's something or other, wasn't it? Yeah, and it's the, the building.
0: Yeah, it's very, uh, it's very reminiscent of like to me, anyways, Country Bear Jamboree. Did you get that feeling? Yeah, at
1: all? yeah, I did actually today when I rewatched it. Yeah, after the...
0: um, it's it is very. It gives you that vibe. Only the thing is like completely falling apart. It's called Lester's Possum Park. Yeah, and uh, everything's like kind of, and maybe that's how Country Bear Jamboree is. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. Well, we've think. been on it. Yeah, but I'm just—I don't know. I haven't been in it enough to know if it's consistently. The, no, this the one. You're right. This one
1: was like broken down, sort
0: of. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the first kind of rough moment happens when uh, you know they're Goofy's having a good old time, and then Max just gets so upset and leaves, and tells Goofy he wants no part of it, and and all that. Um, but well, yeah,
1: but but Goofy does something that they everyone who's there is like, man, what a dork.
0: Yeah, but those guys are losers. That guy, that kid who said that had
1: like... Hey, man, in the 90s, a dork, being called a dork, that yeah. meant something. Yeah, right?
0: it doesn't mean it's out.
1: out But, uh, and then, so the Max was... The kid who said was, that didn't
0: even have... None of his teeth were touching.
1: Well, you know, that's... <laughs> oh, forget him. Yeah, for, you're right. Forget that kid. But then Max was lumped in with his father, and now he's the dork too, which only infuriated him further.
0: I think that kid said dork and Dork Jr., oh, which is Oh, my God. A, yeah, that's a hot burn. <laughs> that's not good. That's not what you want. So you know, it, it continues. Watching this as an adult, I, I remember when I watched it as a kid. I, I all of it seemed a lot less. It, it seemed a lot more serious when I watched it as a kid. Like that moment for some reason, the the Lester's Possum Yard. Like that for some reason, really impacted me as a child. Do you know why? Yeah. I think I know why. Okay. Because you identified more
1: with the kid in this, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah. Which is interesting because now I identify more with Goofy for obvious reasons. Uh, in some ways, Goofy does. Goofy is is too. Uh, he's kind of got. He's easily worn down by like type A personalities, like the which I'm not even sure the principal is, but the principal goes on this rant that just like any. Uh, Self respecting parent would say, Excuse me? Can can you explain to me what you're talking about? Like, you're saying my son incited a riot and he's going to be in the electric chair and that I need to reconsider my parenting choices? Like, really? Like, can you explain? Like, any. And then the whole Pete thing Pete's like giving him all this horrible advice and he's just like, Yeah, you're right, Pete. And it's like,
1: You got to keep him under your thumb.
0: Under your thumb, goof. Yeah, that was a really good impression. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. Anyways uh pete's awful <laughs> in the best way <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> you know oh, you know what made me really laugh was when they got their whole set their camping setup situation uh in order and then they had the bowling alley thing and then yeah that's when the under your thumb situation happens and then yeah he calls pj <laughs> over because <laughs> he because pete throws a ball a bowling ball down the lane and he misses Well, oh, he hits he, all the pins. He, yeah so one is remaining and then and then Goofy says something to the effect of, "Well, you can't get them all," or something like that. And then he says, "Just wait," or whatever it yeah, was. watch and then, this. And then P- PJ comes over and he runs down the lane and he just does this kick of the <laughs> of the pin and it just falls over. But they use some sound effects that make it really funny also
0: the funniest part of that is that pete then loses his mind like he, he like he really did bolt. like he for some reason doesn't realize that he didn't actually ball yeah, strike and yeah, he's yeah. like woohoo and like freaking out and then uh pj comes over to he, yeah. he goes high five and then he says too slow and he's no, like he says psych <laughs> <laughs> yes, like, pete is awful but so funny and um he actually turns out to be right later when he, uh, and this is only because he overheard a, converse, a private conversation, but Max alters the map so that they can go to L.A. instead of, what is it, like. Oh, I don't know. It's Idaho or some, you know, some country where fishing is the thing you do. Yeah, some country. Some country, country yeah. <laughs> some state where fishing is the thing you do. Yeah, you don't fish in L.A. I guess, probably not, right? <laughs> maybe in maybe in the county. <laughs> yeah, not certainly not LA proper. No, but so uh so who knows, but he alters the map and Pete is delighted to tell to, to hear this because he's been Goofy is sort of strayed from uh from Pete's advice and he's he's been reaping rewards from it and Pete doesn't like that. Pete doesn't like that, you know, Goofy's taken an alternate route and is it, it cuz you know him and him and Max do all kinds of cool things like they go to a baseball game and they go to a, a monster truck rally what else do they do do you remember there's like no. this montage
1: <laughs> well i you know i didn't get to that part on my second watching
0: yeah i see there's a point where goofy goes to catch a ball <laughs> he, he his leg gets caught on like a like a rope of some kind he goes all the way through the dugout he catches the ball, goes through the roof of the dugout, hands the baseball to the the player who signs it, and then hands it back to him, and then he goes back up into the the third deck or whatever. It's great, it's so funny. Um, but it, they start having a great time, and Pete is just not having a f- is just not happy with it because Pete thinks that you have to keep keep your kids under under your thumb, basically. No, so.
1: precisely under and your thumb.
0: When I was a kid, I was I really liked uh, their hotel room, but now it just looks like yuck doesn't look like a nice hotel room have you ever slept in a waterbed thomas
1: no not inside one
0: <laughs> <laughs> or, nor on, one? on top of one no. yeah yeah i'm wondering what that's like because uh it's
1: probably crap i mean there's a reason pe- most people most people don't have it
0: anymore well, i think i think the problem i think the reason most people don't have it is because you have to feed the fish you know there's fish in there, in there well, people and
1: like fish though that shouldn't have been the problem but I think you're right. Fish, <laughs> too many fish, you know, it's just, you're trying to sleep. Yeah. You know, it's great when you're awake, but, you
0: know. Yeah. Uh, and then, shooting Goofy, well, I guess Goofy does discover that they're not going to wherever their original destination was. But there's a point where, you know, uh, Max has now been given the the what control of the map, or he's giving directions. He's the navigator. He's the navigator. That's right. And he's altered the map to go to LA and there's a point where they hit a literal crossroad where there's, they, they go one way, they're going to LA. They go, if they go left, they're going to LA. If they go right, they're going to, you know, fishing country. Yeah. Yeah. The country where you fish. Yeah. And Pete's already warned Goofy about the whole altering of the map, but Goofy, you know, shrugged it off and didn't believe him. And, but now he knows this is the moment, you know, either we're going to LA or we're going to whatever. And, uh, and Max chooses left. And uh, this is one of those moments I watch in a movie where I hope it's different every time I watch it. Do you ever have that moment when you're in movies or when you're watching a movie that you know the outcome that you've seen before and you're hoping that they're going to choose that this well, time it's going to be different?
1: I'm watching a TV show where I know I've seen it already. I'm rewatching it because a new one's coming out, a new season. And, uh, yeah, I know that people are going to live through these situations you know and there's going to be a fight of some kind but i know they're in the new season so I, i'm still finding myself into the show where i'm like oh are, yeah are they going to survive but then i just remember oh yeah they they do
0: so whenever i watch this portion of the film i'm always hoping that max will say right even though you know i know he's going to say left and they're going to la which actually turns out to be good anyway in, in some ways because good things happen um, back to roxanne yeah well he has to tell roxanne anyway that he lied yeah yeah but the
1: the overall story was was in fact the events happened
0: yeah well and then they uh goofy uh, goofy's pissed he's very upset because you know he knows which max should have known he would know because he's an adult he should i mean goofy is he should know whether or not he's going to la or wherever this other place was up north i mean there's a big difference between i think that's
1: part of goofy right is that he would be oblivious to some things
0: but he wasn't in this case he did know yeah he did know
1: well he he was taught by his buddy
0: pete i don't think pete's really his friend
1: he's not a good friend
0: there's a great moment real quick we're on pete for a second in the in the extremely goofy movie where pete does a lot of like he does a yeehaw or something like that in the backyard pete's a great is he a villain is he, is he the i don't know of, enough
1: about him i feel like you do because of peyton and
0: oh the so stuff she'll watch okay so piece a villain in like the old time shorts you know like he originated i think in steamboat willie you could say he's a villain yeah um but now if you watch like uh mickey mouse clubhouse he's just he's just not very smart and he does a lot of things that create havoc because he's not smart that's kind of like that's where his villainy has come. He just doesn't. He just does stupid things, and then okay. it's like, oh, good, Pete, come on. Anyway, so that's kind of funny. Uh, back to this, <laughs> where the storyline goes, they basically pull over, and then their car, for one reason or another, ends up in what is it—a river or the uh, some type of?
1: F- well, yeah, it's a flowing bu- river. Yeah. yeah, and you know, everything's cool.
0: They end up making up uh, as the car f- floats down the river uh, and sing a song that I'm not really uh, – I'm not, I'm not, I didn't really enjoy that much. But... It was the Star-Spangled Banner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate that song. <laughs> uh, no, but I don't know what, even what it's called. But, you know, some makeup song, you know, where they – everything's fine. <laughs> Maybe that's not the right word, but you understand what I mean. They sing a song and uh, they, they then come to a waterfall and uh, this is where the lesson that the lesson that Goofy taught Max earlier in the in the movie about how to how to cast the perfect cast when they meet Bigfoot. Uh, this is when it comes in handy because Goofy goes down just a massive waterfall, and uh, he's he's miss. You can't see him. Max does the cast, gets him by the pants, and brings him up and saves his life, and it's great, and everything's better. What did you think about that climax? And
1: uh, I it rewatch? It's fun, right? I mean, it's yeah, it's it's classic.
0: Yeah. yeah, knew it was gonna happen, but also was tense in a weird way, like tense enough to where you're not sure what's. I mean, you know, Goofy's not gonna be gone. But, yeah, but it's it was it's it brings everything together. It brings back the moment with Bigfoot, which I also like that moment with Bigfoot too. I think that's that's kind of hilarious.
1: Yeah, they made him look like some sort of orangutan who's bigger because he's sort of like a an orange brown maybe like an auburn color or yeah. something typically bigfoot is not what they what they drew is not what you <laughs> think of for bigfoot <laughs>
0: what about what goofy says excuse me mr foot could you stay back? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> mr foot can you step back you're a little out of focus <laughs>
1: yeah that, i did love that
0: yeah yeah really really good
1: uh, the perfect cast came in handy a couple times at when, the end in the powerline concert
0: when did when did it come in handy? max oh, told the,
1: goofy to you know, yeah. To so they the perfect cast.
0: What is they they stow away in in some uh, guitar and drum cases, and uh, which those would be just so he- like someone would be what is in like what is in here? Yeah, a guitar does <laughs> not weigh that much. One hundred and eighty pounds or whatever. I mean, I don't know what Goofy weighs, but if he's in a human adult oh he's not a human i know he's a dog so maybe he weighs like 70 pounds still he's at least six feet tall (laughs) (laughs) yeah so we'll just assume he's a six foot tall dog would weigh like 95 pounds maybe i don't know Uh, Uh, he's lean more than that but it doesn't matter
1: (laughs) a guitar weighs maybe a couple i don't know what 10 pounds max yeah
0: Yeah. well and then a drum like a snare drum which whatever case i mean that weighs like seven pounds (laughs) maybe i don't know so anyways whatever they come out they somehow get onto the stage. Goofy's on the stage first. He gets electrocuted and then, uh, that's pretty great. And then, um, and then yes, Max tells him perfect cast and he starts dancing. And it rem- what did it remind you of? Oh, you say. The dance. Of
1: the, uh, how to blow a bubble scene in SpongeBob. Oh, oh. With the weird dances or, that, or moves it like.
0: You know what actually reminded me of that was, um, when he's doing the perfect, ta- uh, Cass, it reminded me of when Spongebob's doing technique, technique for blowing bubbles. It's the same. That's thing. what I just said. We, Yeah. You did say that. I but, phrased it differently. Yeah. But, <laughs> but bo- I'm saying what gave me that. I said
1: how to blow a bubble.
0: Was earlier when they oh, were the doing it in first the very first time. Okay. So yeah.
1: it hit me in, in when he was on stage.
0: Yeah. So they're doing their dance. Uh, and Powerline just accepts that. Kevin Campbell, man. Is oh, Is he yeah. a famous
1: person? I think he was in the 90s. I think I saw him... On the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, he was Ashley's date.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I'm pretty sure. Yeah.
0: Fair enough. So there you go. Yes, Tevin Campbell plays Powerline. You know
1: what's interesting is he can still hit those notes. He's got a like a high octave voice in general. So when he sings, he can really get up
0: there. But it hasn't degraded with age. So he yeah so he uh, was in that well he appeared at the end of the panel to perform a song from the movie. I don't remember which song it was exactly, but
1: "Eye to Eye." Okay, so I he... downloaded it because I love I love it. Oh, really? Yeah, I actually shared a, a little mashup on our Facebook page, where he is with some acoustic band and they're, they did like a mashup of the, some of the songs. It's really good, and he's yeah, he he can still sing it. But uh, yeah, so that song is called "Eye to Eye." That's the that's the famous one.
0: Yeah, that's is that the same is that the same song that Max sings in the beginning?
1: No, that's Different. after. That's the quote after whatever it was. After that, after okay,
0: just curious because yeah. I, I I can't remember.
1: That's the opening song anyway.
0: Got it. Um. Well, yeah. So that's a pretty cool moment where they're, you know, up there with Powerline and Power- and they had to create a song
1: for it. Or all the music was created, but it had they wrote this song like a pop song that resembled a particular style, and uh, that's cool.
0: It, which it it is very 90s. Feels 90. The whole movie kind of feels like. It reminds me of the 90s, I guess, which is when you and I kind of grew up. So it reminds me of, like, elementary school, early middle school stuff. has that sort of feel for me anyways. But maybe that's just because that's sort of when it takes place. I mean, I guess it takes place in high school, but the kids are younger.
1: Well, it's a 90s thing for sure. Yeah. I mean, Paulie Shore, I don't think you could could be more 90s than him. That's true. as As that voice.
0: Well, they... They did a 90s night at Disneyland.
1: Yeah, they had had this music. They
0: had Max out. Would have been really cool to go to. I hope they do that again someday.
1: Probably have to wait another 100 years for it. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) they'll do 2090. (laughs) It'll be the 2090 night.
1: (laughs) I mean, they had to start sometime, so they went with 2019. But after that, you know. Yeah, Yeah.
0: (laughs) that's funny. Yeah. Well, anyways,
1: it'll be... uh... It really did seem like fun, though. Watching video of that 90s night.
0: I think stuff if,
1: like this being there.
0: If there was an after-hours event, I I could have done that. Wasn't one of the parties. I think that would have been it. That or Villains Night. But I I think uh, I think Nineties Night would have been the one. Yeah, it could have been very fun. And power. I think Powerline might have made an appearance, like a a meet and greet. But I could be wrong. Maybe it was just Max in his Powerline no, outfit.
1: Powerline, I think was yes. I don't remember. You're right. It could have been Max with the. Uh,
0: Which would be a cool meet and greet. To be clear, Max in the Powerline outfit. That's that's up there for me. That'd be cool. Like if you could get that like every once in a while that'd be awesome so the end of
1: the movie after after the concert they come back right yep cool I'm listening cool. they came back
0: oh they, they go to Roxanne's house I'm hoping house. you finish my sentence okay here, I wasn't so. sure if you wanted to take this they they go to Roxanne's house Um, and they've apparently on the way there decided that Max despite being victorious he could just you know say that he was telling the truth the whole time he has to admit to Roxanne, who did see him on the TV and was satisfied, um that he was lying and he had to make it all up. And she finds it in her heart to forgive him. But he asks
1: her out on another date. Yes. And Goofy's car explodes. Yeah, well, yeah, I think she asks they make plans but then immediately he has to say, Well, that's not gonna work out for a blank reason. Well,
0: admittedly, and she then, wanted to go out with him like that night. And it's like, yeah. well, dude, I just got back from L.A. From, you know. And Many he,
1: he does a great thing or they have him do a great thing, which is that he gave her a kiss to show her that, hey, I'm still interested. Yeah. Cause obviously she's not that trusting.
0: <laughs> Clearly she, yeah, she's very quick to be like, Oh, well forget it. Yeah. If you can't hang out tonight, I guess it's over the same thing with the, with the concert. It's like, Oh, okay. I'll find someone else. It's like, well, geez, dude. Like, I mean, I'm not an adult. Like I'm a kid. I gotta go. My dad wants to do something. I can't tell him. No. How about, how about Roxanne telling all
1: the kids at school that immediately? Yeah. <laughs>
0: She immediately
1: tells them. (laughs) I mean, she had no other way to verify it than his words. And here they are, cuddled in front of a TV, watching this concert and hoping that he shows up. She must have been feeling terrible.
0: Not only does she put him on blast, but she opens herself up to embarrassment. So Big time. Big time. Yeah, it's not a great look for her. And the whole movie, frankly, <laughs> is like not a great look for her. Cause, to me, just because there's like he's telling her she's got he's got to go on this trip, and she's like, "Oh, forget you then." And then, um, I don't know. I guess that's, that's that was it. the '90s, you know, <laughs> the '90s. Yeah, <laughs> Goofy's car exploding got a laugh out of Peyton. Oh yeah, yeah, and his shoes being left behind. You know, she really liked that. Um, I think he does. It, he might do his scream then, although I'm not sure. Um. And then he bursts through the the balcony or whatever that is, not the balcony, the overhang. And uh, he's introduced to Roxanne, and then that's the end of the film. There is no uh, Roxanne in the sequel, though, so (laughs) we know that that didn't work out. And that's a shame, really. Yeah. Well, maybe she transferred schools or something. You think she's still in school? (laughs) I think think she just transferred. Well, she's
1: probably one of those kids who took the, you know, stay in school suggestion. Literally, yeah. Well, literally, but just to heart you know <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah out of uh out of five
1: four two four point two okay well okay uh that's a lot of subjectivity but it's a solid it's a solid film there's yeah. not much with the story that you can argue with given mm-hmm. given that goofy's the main character you're gonna have some uh some leeway there with logic I, I think
0: yeah i would say you know four four three four five was my number in my head but yeah four is about right that reason what do you think about the idea of making a feature film using goofy when they did it i don't think they should ever do it in the future no but like when they did it then it worked Uh,
1: what i was saying was supposed to be a joke like i just forgot that this was a movie that we just talked about (laughs) i see
0: i thought you meant like that um, from now on they shouldn't do it i agree they, they shouldn't do it again
1: they well no they shouldn't in fact i saw Maybe a YouTube comment, somebody said, careful guys, we shouldn't make this too popular, otherwise they're going to reboot it as a live action.
0: I was going to say, yeah. yeah, but if they did, they're like, oh, we make it a live action film, <laughs> some like real dogs. But dude. they did
1: do a good job with this one. Yeah. So, you know, that, but that was the 90s, things were different then in the Disney studio. That was, that was a, you know, the Renaissance time. And this wasn't even a Renaissance, you know. It's uh, not one they talk not, about. It's not a highlight. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's, it's definitely an underappreciated, if not underrated uh, film. In the, yeah. in the Disney repertoire.
0: I think the Goofy, the, the choice of Goofy is interesting and also works well. Like, I, I, I don't know if Donald would have worked as well. Not You know, it'd be a different movie, obviously, or Mickey or whatever, but...
1: I wouldn't I, want to watch a Donald one. Yeah. Just because of the voice for, you know, for too long. Yeah. He's not the easiest to understand. That's true. At least That's... he didn't used to be. Yet. You know, when we watched The the Wise Little Hen, The, the Silly Symphony, where he first uh, showed up, that was... It was hard to know what the heck was being said.
0: He's still not easy to understand in the shorts they do. Yeah. Like, I still, half the time, I'm like, what? I, I don't know what he's talking about. And
1: Goofy he, he lends himself to comedy much more than That's true. any of the others. So, yeah, they did well. They did well.
0: All right, guys. Uh, well, hope you enjoyed it. We enjoyed that movie. You should go watch it, too, if you haven't. It's uh, it's a good one. It's on Disney+, Plus. ready for your enjoyment. Thanks for joining us, guys. We'll see you next week. We should have known all along One way or another Together's where we both belong